Welcome to Freedom Matters Today. I am Michael J. Sutton and this is episode 97 in our series Freedom from Fear. Freedom Matters Today looks at freedom from a Christian perspective. Today, freedom from the other. In the north of Japan, way up there, there is a tiny peninsula called Oga. I went there in search of monsters. The monster of Oga is a creature of foulness and violence, known for its brutality and for the fear he instills in the children of the desolate hamlets and towns of the north in the darkness and deep snows of winter. These monsters are known for their large heads and faces, more like deeply set masks with open bulging eyes and sharp razor teeth. They often run around with long straw-like hair and large sharp knives, seeking to slice and dice whomever they meet find uh, whomever they find wandering alone in the snow or in the deep forest. These creatures are called the Namahage. The Namahage and I never met, surprisingly enough, except at the train station where two of them stand watch over the tourists and locals going past. Many of these towns have stories and legends about these creatures whose fault only resides in the fact that they look different from the locals. On closer inspection, the Namahage obviously had poor dental work and larger noses, maybe eye trouble, perhaps they were short-sighted or had low iron levels, and probably came from a different village or from another island or nation in the distant past and found their way from social exclusion to separation to myth and horror stories to tell your kids late at night when they needed to stay indoors, eat their dinner or do their homework. Most societies, even morally and spiritually bankrupt ones like ours, find it necessary to create monsters that lurk within our towns and cities that prey on the innocent and corrupt others. The church has been doing doing it for centuries. The herbalists and local remedy specialists of the Middle Ages were called witches. They were burnt at the stake or drowned. But for some reason, the churches that were so concerned with expelling evil covered their cathedrals with goblins and ogres and demonic beings. The witches were also women, so their power and prestige in society challenged the corrupt church and social leadership. If they were not killing witches and Protestants, the Roman Catholic Church and the Orthodox were killing Jews, Europe's favourite target for religious and secular fascism. It is strange that whilst the Church held power for 1,000 years, society failed to develop, grow, evolve or benefit more than a tiny section of society in the West. Why was that? Why was it that Weber could celebrate the Protestant work ethic as a virtue and the basis for Western capitalism and yet Jewish entrepreneurialism was widely condemned by the same church as pernicious and evil. What hypocrites! The descendants of those who burnt witches and kept the poor in poverty and exterminated indigenous people are now the ones in the church seeking to gather support for the new enemies of the people. Their brazen arrogance, stupidity and corruption is astounding for they not only whitewash our histories, but adamantly rehash the same old stories of the Western Namahage for domestic consumption. European fascists at some point come for the Jews, they always have and always will, 
and behind the rhetoric of abuse directed at women, minorities, the left or the white, these white supremacists hold tightly the old dream of reviving ancient hatreds. I can sense it simmering under the surface as I surf the net and read the latest evangelical or conservative Christian views on gays and gendered minorities or foreigners or colonial history or imperialism. These days, conservative Christian is code for racist white supremacist, and Christian values usually means white values. But none of it is Christian. None of it is Christian. None of it comes from the Bible. It is no surprise that these men and women who have no faith in Christ are trying to use Christian rhetoric to stave off their inevitable oblivion to the dustbin of history, and so they pretend to talk about a God they do not know and a Christ they do not believe in. Their ideal world is run by rich white men with slaves and Asians knowing their place and women in the home. My guess is about 80% of church-going Christians these days fall for it, and the reason they do is that they do not read their Bible, and they do not pray, and they do not use the brain God gave them, nor do they listen to the spirit all Christians receive upon faith. Their religious leaders manipulate them, lie to them, trick them and con them, stirring up their fears and anxieties and telling them that out there in the snow is the Namahage, with their sharp teeth and long knives. Or the enemy could be Russia, or China, or Biden, or transgender kids. Just have a blank slate and fill in the name. Maybe they should read what Paul says in Ephesians 6 verse 12. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. We do not wrestle, we do not struggle against flesh and blood. Remember, freedom matters today because you matter to God. Join me tomorrow for another episode of Freedom from Fear.